0: Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk University podcast. You're here with myself, Alice, and my lovely co-host, Rhys. Hello. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking generally about how our students supported at DMU.
1: University can be a very challenging time in someone's mm-hmm. life in both good ways and ways not so good just because it's a massive transition it's a massive change in life it's a very transformative moment yeah sometimes people need that little bit of support in places to help them get through
0: yeah and dmu does have dedicated support teams to yeah. deal with any issue you might have whether that's something that's happened before or during or even after your studies here
1: they're with you the whole way through and there's a lot of bases that they cover to make sure that the students that attend always feel safe, supported, comfortable. They're going through this journey with someone by their side.
0: Absolutely. And wanting to create like a a positive and uplifting and productive environment for students.
1: Absolutely.
0: And we also are joined by Terrace today. So do you want to introduce yourself and a little bit about what you do?
2: Thank you. So my name's Tereth. I'm the ADHD and sensory disability officer as part of the disability advice and support team here at DMU. So in my role, I work closely with applicants and students who have disclosed or think they have ADHD and students and applicants um, with sensory impairments as well. Um, And it's to support students on their journey here to help them access, you know, the relevant support and have it in place for their students.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. And there are a lot of different support services around at DMU. And is there any in particular that you want to touch on that you think might be helpful for students to know about?
2: We do work with you know students all the way from application stage all the way through to graduation. So, We're here to support you on your journey, really, while you're at DMU. So if applicants um, disclose a disability, a medical condition or a mental health condition on their UCAS application, we start getting in contact um, with them, you know, kind of right from the start, usually over the summer period. Mm -hmm. It's my colleagues, the transition and retention officers that would do that and offer a student support meeting. And that's really an opportunity to kind of discuss support the You know, the applicants may have previously accessed at school um, or at college and also kind of, you know, to talk about individual support that may be useful for them at university because it can be a different environment, you know, kind of that transition from further education to higher education. So uh, the idea of it is to help um, have support kind of set up early and in place from the beginning of the academic year to try and make that transition as smooth as possible, really. Mm-hmm. um and you know we help um and facilitate students with um applying for support things like the disabled students allowance if they're eligible um so that's a government fund um that that uh, can be applied for mm mm-hmm. If someone has a disability, a long term medical condition, mm-hmm. um, a mental health condition as well, and specific learning differences like dyslexia, yeah. we can help with navigating that whole process. Um, and just to mention, the DSA isn't alone or repayable, but it can provide an individually tailored support package at university. How would you see
0: the support you know, changes and adapts as students go from applicants to students and then students to
2: graduates and going into the working world? So in terms of kind of from applicants to graduates, like I say, we get in contact um, to try and advise applicants on support that's available. But it's not just about working with applicants. We understand that things change. You know, students are often with us sort of for three or four years, sometimes longer, you know, kind of depending on what they go on to do. There's lots of postgraduate courses that students stay on for. Really, we're kind of here for that whole time we can help with applying for support through things like the Disabled Students Allowance but you know also um, setting up university support as well things like individual exam arrangements Mm -hmm. and support information for tutors to access so for example providing access to lecture notes in advance electronically and also each faculty has a faculty engagement officer as well and it's kind of their role to provide information advice and guidance to academic colleagues So they're aware of relevant teaching and learning support that's recommended or they need to be aware of for students. So in terms of the transition, I guess I would say we're here. So and we understand that, you know, students may need to access additional support or, as I say, things change. And really, we're here to help with that whole process.
0: Amazing. And what other support services are
2: there at the university? So there's lots of other support that's available. There's the Healthy DMU Hub which Mm -hmm. can be accessed online. That's got lots and lots of information on there about things like uh, masterclasses and mindfulness as well that's available for all students to access. We also have the wellbeing team who are also available to support students. Again, there's lots of information on the Healthy DMU Hub Um, And you can find links to sort of well-being resources, as I mentioned, like mindfulness and masterclasses. Um, Students can also book single point of access appointments as well with a member of the well-being team. And in these single point of access appointments, you can kind of talk through any worries um, or any concerns you may have. And the well-being team can signpost to useful resources as well as, you know, kind of supporting with accessing mental health and counselling services. Yeah. And with those sort of services, I mean, I personally
0: have used the single point of access appointments myself. I've been through DMU counselling twice. The process is very nice. It's very, you know, easy to get through and yeah. very supportive as well along the way. Even if you're on a waiting list, they're constantly checking and making sure, you know, are you happy? Are you comfortable? Mm. Do you need any other things whilst you're on that wait? So it's really great that, you've, that you mentioned that there.
2: Yeah, it's really, really useful. Like I say, it's available for all students and there's lots and lots of resources and, and I'm glad you found it helpful as well. So that's really, really great to hear.
0: And you were talking about healthy DMU and DMU Active and that's something that I think a lot of students really do benefit from. You don't have to have a certain issue, you know, no, you don't need to go just to someone. It's just something. care and well Yeah, it really uh, is. It's something that everyone can be benefiting from and, you know, having those free DMU active sessions you know from the gym which is great because not everyone wants to be able to pay for a a gym access and having those free activity sessions is really helpful
1: and it's that thing if if you take care of yourself physically and mentally you'll probably be better academically it all interlinks and they all support each other so
2: yeah definitely I agree it's a bit of a jigsaw isn't it all Mm. fits into having a good university um, experience really that's what we're
0: all here for definitely we will be covering a little bit more about the mental health and well-being services in a further episode, in episode six. Yeah. And also finance will be covering that quite a lot in detail in episode, episode five. Episode five, yes. Yeah. So that'll be something that I think a lot of people might benefit from. And then going on to some of the other support services that you've got at the university, you know,
2: you've got the Mandala Projects that I feel like you might be able to talk to us a little bit about. Yeah, so there is the Mandala Project. There's lots of information on the website and they can be contacted by email, but they can signpost DMU students towards practical support if they've experienced sexual violence, domestic violence um, Mm -hmm. or harassment. So yeah, there's lots of support available through the Mandala Project as well.
0: And there's also academic support available for students, which we'll be talking about more in episode three as well.
1: DMU also has a variety of support services when it comes to careers, not just for after uni, but during your time at uni, finding placements and such. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: Yes, yeah, so there's lots of um, information about DMU Works and careers and employability on the DMU website. And you can also book um, appointments with the team through My Gateway. And each faculty has a placement team as well, if you wanted to get in contact with them.
0: That's amazing. And there's so many different things that they support with, whether that's, you know, uh, practice interviews or application support, anything like that. But we'll be covering a lot more of that in episode four as well later on, which will be great. And I think as well, another great support service that the university offers is... The Student, student Advice, advice Centres, centers. Yeah. which is something that every faculty has. So there's four faculties in the university. There's Health and Life Sciences, uh, Community Engineering and Media. You've got Business and Law and then you've got Arts, Art design, design and, and humanities. humanities. And each one of those have an advice centre specifically for you so they know a little bit more about your faculty, the needs that you might have. So in those support centres, those advice centres, they can offer things like contacts with lecturers yeah, or extension support, different yeah. things like that.
1: Any questions you might have about your timetable or course procedures or just any other day-to-day questions, they're the place to go to to get that information and get in touch.
0: And you can use them from even before coming to the university, you know, their information is online. If you have any questions about things that, you know, very course-specific and you can't get in contact with a lecturer, they are the people to go to. What is your top piece of advice for a student that might be starting here in September? I'd say
2: my top tip for anyone starting in September or for any student at DMU is to utilise the support that's available. There's lots and lots of different support services to offer, you know, for all students. There's lots of online resources. um, You know, there's one-to-one appointments. And I guess really just take away and be reassured, you know, that you're not alone If you need to speak to us, reach out. There's no question too big or too small. We're here to support you and to help you have a positive university experience. So you know get in touch and um, we'll we'll do what we can to help you so that's the main thing really just reach out get in touch and access and, and utilize all the support
1: absolutely that's what Amazing. they're all there for so yeah yeah cool
0: so I think that kind of wraps up what we're talking about today about yeah. different student support here at DMU thank you so much for joining us and sharing all that information and thank you for having me
1: And if anyone would like to know any more about the student support available at DMU, you can check it out at dmu.ac.uk slash study slash support. Links will also be in the episode description. So yeah, make sure you check those out. Goodbye.
0: Have a listen to other episodes of the Let's Talk University podcast, where we'll be covering all things about student life to get you ready for September.